Well, thank you for having me always. I have to thank you guys uh, for honoring the call of God on my life. I'm more than just a football player. Um, uh, I got a good word for us today. It's going to be fun. Uh, as soon as uh, Pastor Darren asked me to speak, I knew exactly what I was going to talk about. Um, God put it on my heart. And uh, you have the opportunity today to not just... Uh, let me stop there. I know a lot of people came because I'm the Oakland Raiders quarterback, right? Right? That's okay, right? It's fine. I promise. I see a lot of four jerseys, so it's okay. Um, I see some non-four jerseys, which that's all right, but that doesn't feed my kids, so that's okay. Um, but I, my hope and belief is, is if the, you just give me your attention and your chance today, that you just focus just a little bit, you can leave with an experience from God that you've never experienced in your life before. Some of you have experienced it, but some of you need to be, uh, uh, the, the, the revival in your heart needs to happen. Some of you need to be woken up again. Some of you need to hear how good he is, how much he loves you. Some of you need to hear that he can heal, okay? And, uh, you know, obviously, we saw my ankle and all those things, and uh, I didn't get to play anymore after that. But I got a great story to share with you about that little moment uh, uh, here in just a little bit, you'll get to hear more about football and all those fun things. Um, uh, but what he did for me and, and, and in, my, in my trouble and in my hard time, okay? <clears throat> so the first thing I want to tell you is Yahweh loves you. Who is Yahweh? I get this all the time. I always tweet things that says Yahweh loves you, all these things. Yahweh, okay, if you ever see in your Bible, you see Lord in all capitals. You ever see that? Anybody ever see that? It's L-O-R-D. You're like, why is it all in caps? That just means Yahweh. Yahweh Rafa, Yahweh Nisi, it's, there's a whole bunch of different names. It's just his name. That's all it is. Okay, I'm not Jewish. Okay, uh, A lot of people ask me that. Are you Jewish because you put that? No, I'm not. It's just, it's just his name. Okay, uh, But I want to start here right here. Uh, I want you to know that he loves you, and I'm going to tell you how he loves you. Okay, 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Okay, so he just told you to cast everything on him because he cares for you. Okay, he just told you that. I didn't write this. We just went through weeks of understanding that they haven't debunked this yet, and they can't. Okay, we just learned that. Okay, from scientific proof from Pastor Darren that they can't tell us that this is wrong. And I'm going to give you experience today uh, from God to show you that it's not wrong. Okay, and you can tell me at the end if you think I'm full of it. Okay. Romans 5.8 says, but God shows his love for us in that we were still sinners. Christ died for us. How many of you know that Christ was a real person? Okay. Jesus was a real person. Okay. Even scientists will say that. Okay. He was real. Okay. All right. Okay. How many of you know that he died for us? You guys know that? If you don't, it's okay. You're going to learn today. I promise. Okay. And how many of you know the best part is that he's alive now, that three days later he rose again and he's alive. Okay. If you ever hear someone say the gospel, that's the gospel. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. All right, so we're going to pray, and we're going to get into it. I just wanted you to know that you're loved, okay? No matter who doesn't love you in your life, if your parents abused you, if your grandparents did awful things to you, which really doesn't happen, grandparents kind of treat you right and give you candy. So it probably wasn't them, uh, but who knows? If someone treated you wrong, I don't care. The sin that you have, the baggage you have, does not matter to me, and it does not matter to Jesus because he loves you right where you're at, okay? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, please help me not to screw this up. And I pray that you fall on this place and that these people, your precious people, Father, will feel your presence today and go away with an experience that they will talk about and celebrate for eternity. Father, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Very good. 
Yahweh Rapha. I just told you Yahweh, right? So Yahweh Rapha means the Lord, our healer, okay? I'm going to talk to you today about healing. And two things that come up with this is some people think, yeah, I know that he can heal. I read about that in the Bible one time. And then there's another thing that comes up is, that used to happen. Let me tell you this. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, okay? So he can heal, and he does heal, okay? Because he did it to me, and I'm going to share that with you. And he's done it to many other people, and he wants to do it in you today. Okay, there's people in here with problems, not only physical problems, but in their heart, can't let go of things. There's also problems with people, uh, and not saying that you have a problem, but there is a thing that happens where you live a life without Christ, okay? But now I want you to experience a life with Christ, and I believe that he's going to heal you of that today, okay? Amen? All right, Isaiah 53, 5 tells us, by his stripes, we are healed by the stripes that Jesus wore on his back, the beating that he took for you and me, okay? Think about the worst thing that you did, okay? Worst thing. Oh, gosh, don't want to think about that. That's awful, right? Why would he tell me to do that? Because while you did that, he took a beating for you because he loved you that much, because you were worth it, okay? You were worth it. No matter where you are, you were worth it, okay? Psalm 103.3 says, he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases, So why do we still put up with sickness, right? Okay, this is a weird thing, right? Because we don't see it all the time in church today, okay? We don't see it all the time when we're out and about, okay? It is a hard thing to grasp that, wait, he forgives all my sins, even that one thing I did maybe last night, Saturday night, right? Maybe that I did then. Yes, he will forgive you for it, okay? He heals all my diseases? He really does that? Yes, okay? Because if you're here today, how many of you believe that this is true? Okay, so why don't we believe that he can heal today, right? Because that's what my Bible teaches. That's what he told me. So I'm going to stand on it because I've seen it, and I want you to experience it today too. Some things that come up, so I wrote this down for y'all because there's some of you thinking this exact thing. You are scared because you are paying attention to the fear or what the world says. Doctors tell you it's inoperable. Doctors will tell you it can't happen, okay? Okay. There's many times where doctors will come back and say, we can't explain something, okay? I'll tell you about that here in a little bit. Instead of paying attention to who Yahweh, who God is, and that he is our healer. I just told you, by name, he called himself Yahweh Rapha, our healer. I just told you that. You all just said you believe what this word says, so I just told you who he is. Okay, he is our healer. Focus on him and put your eyes on him. Stop focusing on the fear, the doubt, what the world says. Stop focusing on those things. Stop focusing on, what, what if I pray and nothing happens? That's fair, right? Is that fair? Right, that's fair. What if I, I've thought that. What if I pray and nothing happens? Guess what? I've prayed many a times and nothing has happened, okay? But I have also prayed with the same uh, intensity, with the same belief, with the same passion, and it did happen, okay? So I have to stand on the Word of God and hold true to what it says that He does heal and that He does hold His promises, okay? Because He has never broken a promise to anyone who has ever walked this earth. Did you know that? He's never broken a promise because that's not him. That's not who he is. Fear, embarrassment, and doubt are all things that hold us back, right? Right? The fear of standing up in front of hundreds of people, right? Uh, The doubt that if I come forward, maybe he won't do anything, right? That's fair, okay? The embarrassment of, okay, let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you something funny. When I was in uh, junior high, I was kind of like a little chubby because I hadn't grown yet. Okay, and so like when my shirt, when you do this and you could see a little bit of my belly, I'd be really embarrassed by that. So I'd wear baggy shirts. How about that? Okay, I just told you something that I was embarrassed about. Anybody else ever done that? Right? I'm not the only one. I know I'm not. 
Okay? I know I'm not the only one. That little thing would bug me. I don't know. Okay? And then I grew my hair out one time, and my dad couldn't stand it, so he only cut right here around my ears. So I had this poofy little Afro-looking thing, okay, which would have made you think I was a little Jewish. Okay? All right? And he just snipped it off right here, so I made my mom shave my head. I cried. I was embarrassed. Okay? Those are all things that hold us back. I used to get embarrassed to raise my hands in church. What? Like, why? Because I was trying to impress y'all. I don't care about that anymore. I'm trying to show him and honor him and show him how thankful I am for him. So get your eyes off of those things and focus on that he loves you. I just told you that he loves you, right? While you did your worst things, Christ still died for you. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday, the day before, in your life. It does not matter when you just freely just come to him, okay? You're going to have that opportunity to today, too. I'm excited for that. Focus on who he truly is, and that is our healer, and then see what happens. That is my challenge today. I'm going to challenge you, okay? It doesn't happen a lot nowadays, okay? Uh, if you watch my tweets, you'll see the people fire back, even with the little blue check marks, which somehow I don't know how half those people get them, okay? <laughs> Just sorry for saying that. Okay, called you out. Um, uh, when I challenge people and challenge them to love people and I challenge them to look past certain things, if you just go on one of my things, where I, you'll see how much hate there is in the world. You're just going to see it, right? You're going to see it, okay? And I love every bit of it because it just pr- proves the word of God true, you know? And I don't have to get into it with them. I have kind of debunked a couple of them one time and then made me feel good about myself. And then later I was like, I didn't show them love at all. I just tried to prove them wrong, right? Um, and I was very convicted of that. But... Uh, when you focus on his love, your fear will be removed, okay? You want to know why? Because I'm going to give you a verse, okay? Because perfect love casts out fear. Did you know that? Did you know that in 1 John 4.18 it says, Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels or casts out all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. How many people, and you can be honest, you don't know if you've really ever experienced his perfect love. It's okay, right? You don't know if you have, okay? You're going to experience it today because I believe he's here. I believe he's here today, and I believe that you came for a reason. Maybe it's just because I play quarterback, but guess what? He put me there so that you would come, okay? So out of those people, who's excited to experience his love today? Huh? You may be already feeling it, right? I know I am. I'm getting the goosebumps just talking about how good he is, okay? I'm going to share some stories and some examples with you now, okay, of real healing, some times where I prayed and nothing happened, okay? Um, And it's going to be great, all right, because I wrote it. Just kidding. Okay. (laughs) I have a friend, okay? I won't tell you his name. You probably know who he is anyway. Okay, I have a friend, and I'm going to tell you a story about an encounter that he had with a girl named Katie, okay? Katie was a uh, special needs teacher, Okay, um, the special needs kids were getting into like a little scuffle one time, so she had to go break it up. And uh, one of the kids, you know, accidentally backed their head up into her nose, shattered her nose, parts of her nose went to her eyes, and she was blind. Okay, um, so she had seen her whole life, but boom, instantly, in an instant, she was blind, could not see. Okay, um, awful, right? Horrible. Okay, uh, I, I try, I, I try to put myself when I when I hear people's stories, I try and put myself in their shoes, you know, and just feel. That, and I couldn't even imagine the hurt and the pain she was feeling, right? Um, but before I get into the story, how many of you know that Yahweh wants to restore your heart also? Um, 
uh, not just physical healing. Make sure you know that. Um, but uh, his wife, so my buddy's wife, uh, let me stop there. This lady found out about him and his wife and how godly of people they were. And she said, I might as well try. Uh, <laughs> you know, what, what's it going to hurt? You know, if, they, if nothing happens, I'm going to remain blind. But if something does happen, I will see again. Okay? And uh, you're going to hear here in a little bit that uh, the Bible says that you will see the blind eyes opened. <laughs> okay? uh, yeah, because Jesus did it. And everything that Jesus was, we have been invited to become. How did, did you know that too? That's, a good, that's good news. Everything that he was and is when he walked this earth, we have been invited to become. Okay? So that when uh, we lay our hands on people and we pray in Jesus' name that they may be healed just as Jesus did. Okay? That is the truth. All right? It's getting quiet, and I like it. Okay? Because <laughs> this is real. Because you're thinking of times where it didn't work, but it's going to work today. His wife went to Katie. Katie. Katie drove to them. She walked up to her, and uh, Katie was you know, obviously shaken and upset. And uh, uh, these are my best friends in the world. Okay? So I can promise you this story is 100% true. Um, his wife laid hands on her and began to pray with her. Um, as she began to pray, uh, Katie started crying, uh, obviously. Um, you know, it's a powerful thing when you freely just say, you know what, God, I, I need your help, right? That's a, that's, a, that's a scary thing, especially for us men to be vulnerable like that. That's not easy. Um, but, uh, you know, when we were sitting here even just worshiping, I began to cry. <laughs> and I'm okay with that uh, because I know that what you just saw, I'm obviously not soft. So uh, I'm okay with you seeing that. Okay, and we can go outside and find out too. I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> um, uh, man! So Katie, uh, after his wife prayed, opens her eyes and she began to see shapes and colors. Could not see clearly, but she began to see shapes and colors. Amen. How about that? Right? Okay. This is a true story. Began to see shapes and colors. Then my buddy was reminded of this scripture that he will finish the good work that he started in you. He will finish it. If he started it, he will finish it. It's a promise. So he said, you know what? I'm going to trust this word. I'm going to stand on it, and I'm going to tell her, hey, he's going to finish the good work he started in you because it says it in my Bible. And she said, okay. And he began to pray for her again. He prayed for her again. He laid his hands on her, and she bawled her eyes out. He finished. She bawled her eyes out. Okay? But first of all, what faith to just say, you know what? My Bible, this book right here, the Word of God says that if he started the good work, he's going to finish it. What faith that is to say to a stranger, hey, he's going to finish it. <laughs> wow, right? What faith that is. Man, imagine if all of us had that, right? Imagine if all of us believed the word of God like that and just stood on his promises, okay? After she cried, she opened her eyes and read things off the wall, could see everything clearly, 100%. Restored. After she started crying, she just began to scream, I, I can see, <laughs> I can see. Could you imagine being blind and then having your eyes opened up in an instant? In an instant. And that's the power that Jesus has. That is the power. That is a true story, and no one can take it away. I don't care how smart you are, how much you know things, how much you know about eyes. It can't happen. You mean I can, you can see another person lay hands on somebody? I like to see that in a science book, a picture of another person hands on somebody, and their eyes are open like that. They should probably teach that at doctor school and stuff like that. <clears throat> <laughs> Instead of, there's no answer. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being funny. Uh, 
my papa, my grandpa, um, I didn't have a grandpa on my dad's side, didn't even know his family. Uh, so he was the only grandpa I had. Uh, he was a pastor in the church for, I don't want to say it wrong, so I'll just say over 30 years, but I think it was over, over 35 to 40 years um, at the same church. Uh, when he had his uh, uh, funeral, um, there were uh, so many people. We didn't know this. There were so many people that there were people walled outside. And he was a quiet man. We didn't know he reached that many people. Uh, but man of integrity. He talked about integrity. This guy was the same every single day. Um, he, he was diagnosed with brain cancer. I prayed my heart out for him. We laid hands on him. We prayed for him. We touched his life. We, we, we tried to speak life into him. Ugh, excuse me. Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> we tried, thanks for the burritos this morning, babe. <laughs> so, they were good though, right, Brandon? All right. You should sell them, really. Okay. My papa. We prayed for him. Uh, and he ended up dying of that same cancer. Uh, I prayed for him. He was supposed to be healed. It didn't happen, right? But a couple months later, because of the situation, because of how much he meant to all of us, uh, one of my cousins came running back to Christ and gave her life back. And now she lives on fire for him. And she, was doing, she had been arrested. She had been doing drugs and things like that. Uh, but now she's not. And now she's set free. Um, my, uh, my friend's dad, same friend I told you a story about earlier, um, his dad had cancer when he was eight years old. Um, he sat there and prayed at his bedside uh, with everything that he had, everything in him. And, uh, and his dad died right there. Um, uh, he, wasn't, he didn't stand up and walk. Uh, and you're asking me, you're going to ask me, why is he telling us these sad stories? Okay? Because I'm trying to show you the realness of the world, right? I'm trying to show you it's real, right? Life happens. Uh, and I'll get to it here in a second. Uh, why that's the case, okay? But now let's get back to fun times, right? Um, my teammate uh, was having some real trouble with his knee. Uh, he actually couldn't play. Uh, so the night before a game, um, we usually get together, a few of us. Uh, this time there was probably like five of us uh, in my hotel room. And he I said, is there anything anybody needs prayer about? And he just said, yeah, my knee, man. You know, I, I can't play and all these things. And his whole focus was playing football, right? Um, I said, okay. So we stood up. I told all my teammates. I said, lay hands on him. We're going to pray for him right now. And uh, we, be, we begin to pray for him. And he, uh, we said, amen. And uh, he, he looks at us. He's like, thanks, guys. And we all hugged each other. He walked out. And I texted him. just on my heart. Hey, text him. I said, hey, man, how do you feel? He said, as I began to walk back to my room, it gets better than what I'm about to tell you. He said, as I began to walk back with every step, the pain would go away. And he said that, <laughs> he said that, I don't even care about that, though. When you guys laid hands on me, what God did to my heart right there, I can't even explain it. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, but imagine, yeah, you can, for him. But imagine if no one took the time to pray with him and believe the word of God is true. Imagine if no one had t- took the time to tell him that uh, Jesus wants to restore what's in your heart because there's a treasure in there. There's a person in there that he wants out. And you're holding it back with this anger and your focus is solely on football. He didn't even get to play the next day and he was the happiest I had ever seen him. <laughs> okay? Uh, it was amazing. Okay? Right there in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I'll never forget it. We were standing there and that happened. Now to my own ankle. Okay? Obviously we all saw it break. Yes, it broke. I didn't want to put the x-rays up there. It'd be on Twitter and my agent would be mad and all that stuff. But... <laughs> 
but it was broke, I promise. <laughs> uh, my, my foot was sticking out like this. It was kind of out of place. Couldn't turn it back in, obviously, because the bone was broke and all those things. And my friend, best friend, uh, he's one of the most spirit-filled men I've ever met in my life. Probably the most spirit-filled man I've ever met in my life. And uh, he flew out on Christmas Day uh, to be with me um, because that's what family does. Uh, we, did you know that as Christians that we just do, we do life together and not just go home after this? Did you know that when hard, people are going through hard times or even good times, we celebrate with them and we pray with them and we love them and we hug them, even in their darkest and hardest times? Um, this was hard for me because I love football. I can't really do anything else. Um, I, I say that. <laughs> so, so like when people on Twitter say, why would you say that? You just play a game for a living. All you do is throw a football. Well, yeah, that's all I can do, so thanks. Uh, <laughs> actually, I can do your job better than you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Twitter trolls. That's what we're talking about today. My, uh, he flew out on Christmas Day. He went away from his family and came to his other family. Clear across the country, okay? It wasn't like it was a close flight. Clear, clear across the country just to be with me. And that night he got there, he hugged me, he told me he loved me. And he said, I believe that something's going to happen. I don't know what, but I believe it. So we worshiped and prayed for like an hour. We just turned some music on upstairs. And I sat there. He walked around, he paced the room, did the awkward praying in tongues thing that some people are like, whoa, what is that language that they're speaking? <laughs> okay? It's probably freaked some people out when they've been to a church, right? Uh, but it was amazing and it was powerful because he prayed. And as he was praying, this was the day after I broke it. I, didn't, I wasn't scheduled to have my surgery until like two days later, I think. And um, he laid his hands on me and he prayed and all these things. And I was expecting to just jump back. Okay, I'm ready to play, right? It didn't work out that way, obviously. Um, but here's the good news. When I went in for my surgery, um, I, I, I will say this. I felt, uh, this is going to be really weird, but it's true. I felt like a wind like kind of come through. The room when he was praying, uh, which are, we don't have windows open, so it's kind of pretty neat. And the fan wasn't on. Okay, nice try. Um, <laughs> but I felt something, felt something. Um, it was really strange, but I didn't think anything of it. When I laid down on the table so uh, for surgery, I laid down. Um, and by the way, they only shaved up halfway on my leg. So it was like no hair and then a lot of hair, so it looked like I was like a caveman. Like this. So I, I asked him, I said, you couldn't just take it, take it all the way up, make it even. <laughs> um, so I laid there. And so they took an x-ray beforehand, right? They put me out. They took an x-ray. Then they were going to take the x-ray, put me on the table and have the surgery. Um, he, when he took the x-ray, it was broke, snap, whatever. Um, when he opened me up, my wife can attest to this. Everyone that was there can attest to this. The doctor walks in, who's one of the best foot and ankle people in the world right? Um, he walks in and he tells them, I, I really don't know how to, to explain this, um, but when I opened him up, uh, the bone had already reattached itself. The ankle went back to place and was already healing itself. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, God is good. Um, so what is holding you back from accepting this word, right? I just told you a story about how my ankle snapped back into place, the bone was put together, and it was healing itself already, okay? So he put a plate in just to make it even stronger, okay? <laughs> uh, 
So now I'm bionic, right? <laughs> but what's holding you back from accepting it, right? I'm hit, sitting, standing here as a normal human being telling you true stories. What is holding you back? It's the fear, the doubt, or the embarrassment. Which one is it? Okay. One of those three is holding you back, right? Amen? Right? Okay. One of those three is holding you back. Okay. I know I'm not crazy. All right. My wife may beg to differ, but I know I'm not crazy. Okay. You are scared of, uh, because you're paying attention to the fear or what the world says instead of paying attention to who Yahweh is and that he is our healer. If sickness, if sickness is the consequence of sin in the world, not just your sin, but sin in the world, then why do we tolerate sickness when Jesus set us free from that? Okay. Right. Does that make sense? Anybody receive that? Okay. Why do we tolerate it then? Okay. Why not step out and just lay your hands on someone and pray for them and watch them be healed? I had a, I had a man break his hand. Okay. There's a man who broke his hand. My buddy prayed for him. Okay. It was broke, bruised, everything. Pray, put his hand on it, prayed for it, gave him a hug, told him he loved him. When he'd step back, it was healed. No bruise, nothing, nothing. Okay. These are true things that can happen seriously today in your life. Okay. No matter what you're going through, whether it's a broken heart, I feel that there are people. I, I don't even have to feel it. I know there are people in here holding anger in. I know there are people in here holding hurt in. Okay, someone's hurt you, or you've hurt someone, you can't let it go. You're going to be set free from that today, okay, if you freely just accept it, okay? You come forward here in a little bit, okay? It's going to be awkward, and it's going to be awesome, because I'm going to do it with you, okay? You come forward, and you accept it, because he wants to set you free. He wants to restore that treasure in your heart, Okay? <clears throat> I understand some of you see that the risk of disappointment is way too high, right? What if I come forward? I believe that he's going to do it. I come forward and nothing happens. Is that real, right? That's a true thing. So why even believe that I can be healed, right? I just sit in my chair and feel comfortable and run the risk of not even knowing his presence. That's really what you're doing, okay? Did you know that all he wants is our heart? You know, all he wants you to do is to come reach out to him and say, okay, you can have my life. When I was acting like an idiot, smoking weed, doing stupid things, um, uh, yeah, the pastor's like, oh, why did we let this guy up here? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. He knows I have a life with Jesus now. <laughs> when I was doing all those things, did you know that he set me free from those things? But it took me getting on my knees, the most stubborn person in the world, selfish took me to get on my knees and bawl my eyes out to say, you know what, you can have it all. And now look where I'm at. At that point, I was a backup college quarterback at a low-level whack school that no one cared about. That's a true story. Honestly, nobody cared about, right? Maybe my mom, because she has to love me, right? <laughs> but that's it, all right? That's what I was. I was just, one of the, I was just another statistic, man. I really was. I came there, I graduated high school early because if, if I did good enough, I'd be the starter. I went there, and I, I was better, right? I played really good. You know, coaches were telling me, you're doing great, you're going to get it. All of a sudden, I'm not starting. Like, what? The next year, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you're better. Not starting. Like, why? Because that had to happen first. Because I wouldn't be able to accept all this, all that stuff. I wouldn't have been able to accept it without Jesus in my life because I would have ruined it. Okay, I would have threw it all away, just like a lot of other people do. Okay? But I have, a, I have a purpose on my life. I know that Jesus has called me to speak life and encouragement into people. That's who he sees me as because I've learned that through prayer. And so that's why I'm speaking life into you today. And that's why I know that I'm the Raiders quarterback because I had to be here today to bring people in. Because if I, if I was just another guy, not this many people would have drove 11 hours to show up to hear me speak. Right? Okay.
That is why he is the true God. This is why. Um, We can come freely to him and trust in him to be set free. Will you trust him today, right? Can you trust him? Can you trust him with your life? Can you trust him with that awkwardness? Okay? Stay with me, man, because I promise you, uh, here's the reality. The reality is the world has fallen. Okay? We know that. Okay? That's why the gospel of Jesus is so important. That is why it's so important because we don't need to tolerate sickness anymore. I don't need to accept it. Okay? Does life happen? Yes, obviously. I just told you a whole bunch of stories that life happens. But I will continue to believe that he heals. I will continue to believe that he loves me. I don't understand everything. Okay? I'm not standing up here acting like I understand why my papa died when I prayed for him. I'm not up here understanding why my friend's dad died when he prayed for him. I'm not, I'm not sitting up here trying to tell you I understand. Because there are things that happen in life that I don't understand, right? We just don't understand, right? I prayed so hard. Why? Okay? But if we freely just let him work in our lives, we'll start to figure out why. Okay? Um, but even with all that said, I still choose to believe that when the Bible says in James 5.15... Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well, and if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Right? Amen to that. Okay? Who wants to be healed? Who wants to be forgiven? Me. Right? Okay? I still got some swelling. Take it out. All right? Please. Uh, I must believe that word. I must believe that when the prayer of of faithful people, the prayer of faithful people, how many people have people in their lives that have prayed for you? Right? Wow. Right? And you're here still. <laughs> okay? Amen to that, right? I shouldn't be here. Right? There was a couple times that I really I was a little nervous. I don't know if I should be here. Okay? All right? But I am because I had a mom that laid on her face every day, and I could see her. She would try and close the door, but I could still see through the crack. She'd lay on her face and pray my name out loud and with worship music and sing and cry, all these things. And I thought it was so random and weird. Didn't want to bring my friends over. But now I am so thankful for that. I want, I want everybody to see it. <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> but I still, I still believe that when I prayed for my papa that he was going to be healed. Just like when I laid my hands on my teammates, I believed he was going to be healed, and he was. Does that make sense? I believed both times. Okay? So there is a chance that God wants to do something different in your life. Right? There is that chance. Right? I don't know. I don't have the answer. Thank goodness. Right? People ask me a lot more questions than they do now. Right? <laughs> okay? I don't have all the answers. My wife would ask me a lot more questions than... I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just like when my friend and his wife prayed for that girl, Katie, that was blind, and she was healed. It is vitally important for the people to get their eyes off the worry, the doubt, and fix their eyes on Jesus, okay? Because he paid, ready for this? This is my favorite part. Jesus paid a high enough price to heal you. Paid a high enough price to heal you. He paid a high enough price to set you free from your sin and your worry and your doubt and your fear your embarrassment, he paid a high enough price, okay? It is a proven fact that he did. He paid a high enough price to turn this idiot, okay, into someone who could stand here not, and not such an idiot, okay, depending on who you ask, okay, and preach the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, okay, right? I'm about to close here with this uh, couple verses in Isaiah. Okay? And as the, uh, the worship team, if you guys don't mind, starting to head up here. Okay? All jokes aside, it's about to get real now. Okay? Um, I told you I was going to challenge you, right? Okay? There's a lot of people who would like to play for the Raiders, right? Everyone, right? It's fun, right? Play for the Raiders. 
Did you know that it's the most challenging thing ever, like, to go into a team that has been awful for, like, 14 years? Okay. And then you're thrown in as a rookie, and they expect you to be good, and then you win three games? <laughs> okay. It's very challenging, okay? But I'm going to read this to you, okay? So I'm challenging you. You guys okay with that? We're okay with the challenge. Are we okay, Christians? People, there's some people in here that may not know who Jesus is, but let's show them his love today, okay? And let's do it with them. Everybody hold a hand. Everybody hold a hand. It'll just be for a little bit. Wipe your, wipe your hands off if they're sweaty, okay? God, the Lord, created the heavens and stretched them out. He created the earth and everything in it. He gives breath to everyone, life to everyone who walks the earth. He gave you that life. And it is he who says, I, the Lord, have called you to demonstrate my righteousness. I will take you by the hand and guard you, and I will give you to my people, Israel, as a symbol of my covenant with them. And you will be the light to guide the nations. You, you out there will be a light to guide the nations. You will open the eyes of the blind. You will free the captives from prison, releasing them, releasing those who sit in dark dungeons. Some of you are in a dark dungeon today. Some of you are there. Some of you need healing. Some of you need prayer. Some of you need to know who Jesus is. I just told you who he is. He died. He rose again. He loves you. Okay? That's who he is. I made that decision two years into college. I knew who he was my whole life, but I finally gave my life to him. And everything has radically changed from that moment on. Okay? I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to anyone else, nor share my praise with carved idols. This is it. And then I'm going to ask you a question. The healing of our bodies shows Yahweh's willingness and ability to heal our souls, okay? God sent his son. He died for all of us and rose again three days later. He is alive, and this is the truth, okay? I don't know who will ever tell you the truth, but I'm going to tell it to you here today because I love you that much, that Jesus is the only way, is the only way, okay? I lived a life without him. Trust me, I I smoked weed. I went to parties. I did awful things. I hurt a lot of people, And then I found Jesus, and now I'm telling people about him. Now I'm sharing love with them. Now I'm expressing it, and I'm not ashamed to do it in front of anybody, okay? I'm not ashamed of it, okay? There's a story in the Bible where a a, a woman, okay, she had these bleeding problems, okay? She had something wrong, and she had enough faith to see if I even just touch his cloak, if I even just touch his robe, I could be healed. So it starts with faith. So right now, I, I, uh, I, I bowed, every head bowed, eye closed, okay? If you in here today have enough faith and are over the embarrassment, over the fear, I want you to squeeze the person's hand next to you if you need to receive Christ. I want you to squeeze their hand if you need prayer of healing. I want you to squeeze their hand if you just need prayer for someone else. Come and pray for someone else. That's okay. You can intercede on their behalf. That's okay to pray for others. Squeeze their hand right now. Okay, now open your eyes and look up here at me. If you squeeze someone's hand, if you don't need them, that's bold, but if you need them, you tell that person next to you that squeezed your hand, do you want me to come with you? So if the prayer team will please come, prayer team, please come. We're going to have people during this next song ready to pray with you. If you need prayer or you squeeze someone's hand, you, you guys know you told each other by squeezing. You come now and receive it. Come now and receive it. Amen.